What changed? Just a few days ago, we read of cowards abandoning their close friend, their master, their teachers. We read of one of them denying him. We read of those who had followed him for so long being nowhere to be seen at his moment of need. The same people who maybe were cured of their blindness, nowhere to be seen. Those who were lame and by the grace of God in Jesus Christ were brought to walk, did not walk with him the way of the cross. But what changed between today and just a few days ago? Those who were saying crucify him were now filled with this love. Those who had abandoned him out of cowardice are now filled with courage. What changed? What changed is that the tomb was empty. What changed is that they had an experience of the risen Lord that was able to conquer their fears and was able to change the face of the earth. Friends, during this time, Every year, during Easter time, during Christmas time, you have all these specials on TV, uh, or you see these videos on YouTube of like, ooh, what is the historical accuracy of this or that or this other thing? You want a nice historical proof of the resurrection? Us, here today. 2,000 years later, we believe in Jesus Christ because those few had turned from being cowards to being courageous proclaimers of the risen Christ. They shed their blood for the sake of proclaiming the truth that the tomb was empty and that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. These same men who were so scared of imprisonment, so scared of shame, so scared of death, faced death willingly because they had encountered the risen Lord. They had nothing to gain from proclaiming this. They had everything to lose, actually. And indeed, all but one of the apostles lost their lives proclaiming this. So many of the first disciples lost their lives proclaiming this. And so we may ask, what changed to make them so courageous in evangelizing? And then we might ask, has anything changed in us? From the moment that we first heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, did anything change within us? When we encounter him at the Mass, does something change within us? Would somebody be able to look at our lives and say, Oh my, that person is convicted. That person has been changed by the grace of Jesus Christ. Has anybody here seen The Chosen? So it's a, a wonderfully done series that they're, they're still working on, I think the third season right now, that follows the encounter with Jesus Christ of the initial disciples. And in one of the first episodes, the very same Mary of Magdala that we read about in today's gospel says something so beautiful. When asked to um, explain what had happened to her when she was freed from the demons that tormented her, she says... I don't know. All I know is that I was one way, and now I am completely different. And the thing in between was Him. And that should be the story of every one of us. We pray that we can 
Be like Peter, who, though he denied Christ, could have just been trapped in his shame and said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm broken goods, right? I, I was supposed to be faithful and I wasn't, so I'm just going to stand here off to the side in my shame. No, instead, he encountered the risen Christ. He proclaimed his love for him. He was able to be reconciled to him. And then we see him in the Acts of the Apostles, boldly proclaiming the one that he had denied and allowing thousands to be converted at his words. I pray that we can become like him. Though we may have denied him, betrayed him, though we may have in so many ways turned our backs to him, today let's be changed. Let us turn from cowardice to courage in proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when we proclaim that, when we evangelize, which is what we're all called upon to do, let's do it the right way. Because very often, we don't want to spread the gospel to anybody because our, our thought of what it means to spread the gospel is that we're just beating people over the heads with Bibles and saying, hey, you should be ashamed of the way that you're living. I don't think that's the way that uh, the original apostles did it. I don't think that's the way that we're supposed to be doing it either. No, instead, what we get to do is proclaim to people that they are of infinite worth because the God that the God who is infinitely lovable, infinitely holy, shed his blood for you. That, that is the message we, that we proclaim, is that no matter what you have done, God calls you into a relationship with him. Yes, that might mean radical change in your life, but not because you're bad, rather because you are so unspeakably good in the eyes of Christ. And God wants that goodness to grow within you. When we evangelize, when we bring the gospel to people, it's not telling them how bad they are, it's telling them how good God is and how he can make them live up to the goodness that is within them. It is to say to them, you are loved so much more than you could ever imagine. And I want to introduce you to the one who changed everything for me. But we won't be able to do that unless we ourselves are also changed. And so we pray for that grace, that that transformation may occur within us, that this may not just be an empty ceremony, that this Easter season may not be just us remembering something that happened a long time ago, but instead us reliving, participating in the very passion, death, resurrection, ascension into heaven, and sending forth of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Every single Mass is that. We enter into all of those sacred mysteries. Let us do so with generous and open hearts, willing to be changed so that we can go from whatever cowardice in which we've been living into being courageous proclaimers of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is risen from the dead and to whom be all honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.